Oh, no, oh. no pod left behind. No pod. Wait, one, one second. I didn't record Louis from headphones. <laughs> okay. Boy, hold on now. I said let's clap it off. Not, really? not right now though. You remember that one time I was all drunk for the podcast and forgot to put the headphones on? You don't, but I had to edit it for like three fucking hours. <laughs> never again. <laughs> never again. Yep. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 89 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, number one in the podcast playoff, most awesome. Ooh, that's right. I drew that bye week. Up, <laughs> you did. You deserve that bye week. You deserve. It. I mean, I, I ain't gonna give it to you. There's no 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 no, no bye no week days off. Game. No pods off. Sure. How's it been going, brother? What's been going on? What's the haps? Good man. Uh, fall season is here, and uh, I gotta say, I'm excited because I found some young buck in the Ooh. neighborhood to scoop up all those leaves <laughs> in my yard. What's, Fucking stoked, man! Oh, that's not that's not. We, did you go to door to door? He came up on you. How how this he, how the shake out? I actually saw him at a neighbor's house, and I was like, "Yo, my man!" Yeah, <laughs> I like your work. To do, I like your work right there. I, I was like, "How much to do man. the yard?" He's like, "Front and back." <laughs> I was like, "How much?" He's like, "Sixty bucks." I was like, "Done and done." What well, is Let's it? Do this? Is that a one time event, or is it just like an upkeep? Yeah, yeah, one time event. I I don't know if you remember when you were here. I have a shit ton of tree watch. I have a shit yeah. ton of trees oh, tree, yeah. in my yard. Yeah. And uh I shit you not, it is probably like thirty six inches high worth of leaves. I'm not bullshitting. Probably like the size of a basketball lane. It is a ton of leaves. Yeah, you're saying there's three feet high of leaves in your yard? Yes. Is there, there... Yes. Okay. No, 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 not well. Once you pile them all up, the sure, stack, sure, sure, the sure. accumulation of both front yeah. and back. My man Josh so, did it. So in the early days, was this something you were just like, no, babe, no wife, no doctor, Mrs. Commission. I'm on this. Don't worry about it. We don't need anybody. And then eventually, you get older, you get like three kids down the just on the system. Yeah. You're just like, ah, we gotta get, we gotta hire somebody. That was yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that was the first year. That was the first year. I was like. I'm on, I got this. My rake and my shovel. Second year, I was like, nah, we could just leave them. Third year, I was like, I'm paying somebody to do this. Uh, all right, guys. we got a jam-packed episode 89 for you guys. We're doing Rick. We're doing NFL midterms. That's right. We're at the kind of mid mid part of the season. We're going to break that down. We're going to hit the inbox. we got uh, two Dynamite emails. We're going to do the MA, MA Parenting tip. That's right. That's back. The little Halloween aftermath. Woo. I'm going to do uh, – we are actually going to pay off the hour of a sour. We have Born on the 4th of July. I'm going to break it down a little bit, jump into the Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing top three music videos of all time. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. 
We are doing NFL midterms. What are we talking about this week, brother? Because uh, everyone else is talking about it, so why don't <laughs> sure. we talk about it? Let's, let's put our spin on it. Let's jump in. Uh, really out of the gate. So um, right now I think the playoff pictures kind of have their little spin going on right now. What's the most surprising thing you're seeing? Uh, I think the most surprising thing is how many, at this point in time, how many teams are really in the NFC really kind of hanging on and having a shot. I mean, I think those five, six spots could come down right to the last week of the season and probably even a couple of divisional titles with the uh, NFC East and maybe even the NFC West could come down to the last couple of weeks of the season. So it just seems like there's a lot more teams vying for it. I feel like the AFC is a little bit more solidified at this point. I think we're talking about this a little bit. Like I, I, I don't know if I made a joke about it. It was just like, oh, like the NFL regular season really matters this year, but it actually does. Like we're looking at a lot yeah. of these teams, especially I think the NFC is a great point. NFC North is kind of shoot out. We probably the strongest division in football. Not saying that because I'm a Vikings fan. You're a Lion fan. Uh, unfortunate, you know game time scratch a little earlier from Matt Stafford right now on a Bears team that mm. was easily beatable but yeah we're yeah. looking at um so right there we have what we have the, the Cowboys leading the charge we have the Green Bay Packers we have the New Orleans Saints that got uh, a weird loss to the Atlanta Falcons at home after a yeah. bye week you want to oh I can tell you want to talk about it let's hear no no, no I, I I just think it's like th- that's the that'll be the like seal of this year's season it's like when you thought everything was going to go yeah. one way yeah. it, it goes the exact opposite way it just goes and speaks to the parody of the league right now there's no reason why a seven and one saints with drew Brees back yeah. should have lost to a one and seven atlanta falcons team that has been dog shit we'll talk more about them later it was just totally surprising took everyone off guard I think it was one of the bigger upsets i probably say the the biggest upset of the season oh, this season. for sure yeah for sure yeah do you, do you, but, you know, it's just that – go ahead. Uh, do you think parity is a good thing or not a good thing? He, I always go back and forth. Like, I just I, – I want my consistent teams <laughs> – also, I'm a gambler, so, like, I took a fucking <laughs> bath today. <laughs> but it's like I want my consistent teams <laughs> to do consistent things. But, like, is this right. is this exciting? Is, it, is this why we watch NFL football Sunday? Yeah, it, it, I think it is. It makes it ever more confounding because, like, you you know, guys like us who make hot takes on a podcast, and it's like, oh, you dumb shits, why can't you read the tea leaves coming forward? But now it's just it's more difficult to do that. But I do think that more teams have a shot. So if you're a, a fan, you feel like every year your team could have, with a few breaks, go its way and end up being in the playoffs and maybe sneaking one out. So I think for the masses, it's a good thing. For gamblers like yourself, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Like the AFC, this it's it's a little bit of a clearer picture. Like I, I imagine a you know an eight and eight team, nine and seven team is going to slide off and slide into that like a five or six spot. Uh, what's the big surprises to you coming out of the AFC? Uh, big surprises. I mean, I think in a positive manner, we got to talk about the Oakland Raiders sitting at five and four. I mean, if we go back to yeah. the yep, yep, you yep. know the the Brandana's gambling court for the AFC West. I don't think we thought with all the distractions of Antonio Brown, with all the distractions that uh, listener Joe brought up about moving to Oakland next year, it was one of those things where I'm I, at nine weeks into the season, I would not have thought that they would have been in an above 500 team. They look pretty good. Uh, there's the Colts, which are kind of the darlings of the NFL, mm-hmm. lost the Dolphins. Uh, I want your take on this too. Are the Dolphins trying to lose intentionally or is that just out the window? 
Yeah, I mean it's. I mean they got one win last week, and now they got a, a Colts team where they had they faced off against Brian Hoyer. I, I I'm not really sure what they're trying to do, um, because you would think that all all signs would point to them just dumping the season as much as they could, but. It's you know two two and fourteen is still vying for a number one overall pick, uh, even though you've got Cincy I think sitting at zero and nine. Both both the uh, Jets and um, who else won today? Well, yeah, the the Falcons won today, so they're both are all two and yeah. seven too. So really, you know, well the Titans, the Titans got won a, today also. I mean that division t- is still yeah. like is so I think it's what is the Texans on a bye week maybe. Yeah, I'm Texans guessing. are on a bye week. Yeah. They're six and three. Colts are five and four. Titans are five and five. I think they got a bye week coming up. So yeah, that whole AFC South, as we kind of talked about in the gambling corner, that's way up in the air. Even even with uh, Andrew Luck going down, we still weren't a hundred percent on the Texans. Yeah. We really didn't know what the Jaguars were going to do. Yeah. We sure as fuck were all over the place on the Titans. It's you know it's a it's really hard, and that's one of those divisions that. That'll come down to whoever's holding the bag last at the end of the season. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to take that division. I think it's just going to whoever's got the better schedule and the better, you know, more home games coming out toward the end. Yeah, so it's a lot of shake ups right? Like we have, you know, the Texans kind of in the – they should be in the front seat to be able to take control of this division, like starting to Sean Watson, still can't kind of get it done. Like, you know, we're going back to Nick Foles and Jacksonville. We'll see what that's like. You know, right. uh, Brissett, uh, you know, had had suffered that unfortunate injury, injury. and we have um, Hoyer, who doesn't really affect the line that much. Like, that line's still kind of, like, right on point where it should be. Right, right. Uh, we'll see. So, let's say, uh, any NFC shake em up? What do you see? Is there, is there any surprise, any dark horse that's even surprising you, or is there something we should look for before the season finishes out? Yeah, I mean— the Eagles, I think, are – I can't really get a beat on them, but they could take that division and that NFC East. Um, and I thought the Packers – or the Panthers, excuse me, played well against the Panther – or the, uh, the Panthers played get well against straight, the Get it straight, bro. Get it straight. Just I know. What the fuck? Just get it straight. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Rams are out. I think the Rams are out. They did not look good today, 5-4. and four. Did not look good. You know, those, those are all those kind of dark horse, 5-4, and 6-3 and three teams that are kind of – you know, hanging around. Yeah, I think I like a little bit. Uh, I absolutely to your point. Like the NFC's, it before this week it looked very like oh shit, like you got to be fucking eleven five, you got to be ten and six before we even talk about playoffs. And then there's just right. like a lot of key losses. You're just like, what the fuck, guys, get it together. It brings uh, like one team, a couple teams that I'm kind of interested in. Like Tampa Buccaneers could shake some shit up. You know, mm. if they were able to sneak like in, I st- I know they're. There's no fucking way they can win three weeks in a row. That's just not their bag. That's not what they do. But it's uh, it is it's a tough draw if they're coming to your stadium like come you know January playoff time. Yeah, I mean here's their rest of their schedule. Uh, they got New Orleans next week, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Colts, Detroit, Houston, Atlanta. I mean not so scary when you think about it i mean there's yeah. there's a couple three four wins out of there maybe nine and where are they at right now five four and five where are they at yeah this is i four and five this sounds sounds right uh, they had they also i think they had their buy i don't know it sounds a little well whatever like we we know we know what they are what's so who's <laughs> your uh who's your vip so far give me your top three most valuable players right now oh I was looking at this because I was trying to figure out a way to get Christian McCaffrey uh, 
a nod on it. I sure. just don't see it. It's got to be a quarterback. Last 20 years, only four running backs have been MVP. I love we it's got to be quarterback. Stats. Love we bring those yep. stats, brother. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so the the front runner today at midterms, at MAB terms, is uh, one Mr. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, Westbrook. Wilson. Oh yeah, no. Oh my God, that forty that forty year old is coming Westbrook through. Westbrook is so good. He's a VIP in the NFL as well. I'll hear it. <laughs> right, exactly. He's a stat machine. Twenty two TDs right now. Uh, one INT, which I think is the biggest one. Seven and two uh, overall in the NFC West. There, he's on pace for. 4,400 yards, like 39 touchdowns, and maybe two INTs if that pace keeps up. Plus, you throw in some running TDs at five. And if they finish 13 and three, or are they, you know, uh, 14 and, no, they can't go 14 and two. I don't think they're going to win out. But if they finish yeah. right there at 13 and three, maybe 12 and four, they, uh, you might be looking at him getting his first MVP. Yeah, it's good. And they're a little galvanized against the San Francisco 49ers, which, yeah. I whatever, best team in the league right now. I don't know if I believe it, hey, no. but technically, yes. It'd be nice to kind of cut their teeth on that. Uh, who is your two and three spot, brah? Brah. Right, right now, I mean, that's the thing is, is right now you could probably argue for Aaron Rodgers, and I would put a uh, – I know you're not liking that. No. Uh, but, but you could also put – Pat Mahomes at that three, if they if he kind of comes alive, and I, I know they took yes, L today. he's got three L's though, right? He's got that's a lot of L's, like halfway it through the season. It is a lot of L's, but this is speaking to the the whole the whole season, right? I mean, no one is safe, and no one has really come out and taken this season by storm. That's so what, I think a late. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I, I mean, yeah, I, I do mean to interrupt you, but I'm you saying do. Just, you, you have a hot hot take. Uh, there, sometimes there's just like. Do you think the VIP is you lead up and you take the VIP, or is the VIP yours and it's yours to lose? Because I would say, like, Mahomes walking into the regular season, it was, like, his to lose. And it seems like he's losing a little bit. Missing three sure. games, you know, right. losing three games on top of that is just like, all right, well, stock's going to be going down in the in the VIP category. Yeah, but it's it all could be just what happens, what happened to me lately, because he – no one has really kind of come out and just run away with it. Even Russell Wilson, when you think about it, hasn't – like he had last week he had five touchdowns. He's had some moments, but he hasn't really kind of just captured the media and captured the football league's like attention yeah. the way like Mahomes did last year. And every, that's yeah. all anyone could talk about was last year. Sure. So I think that, that it could just basically be like in a, in a game of musical chairs, whoever has that chair last, who kind of has that last burst at the end of the month could – catch on and i think rogers mahomes they have that ability to go out there and do that russell wilson has already put that case together i mean fucking i mean i know i know everyone's gonna throw their ipods and, throw, and iphones throw. With tom brady i mean oh, if he went right. 15 and one okay what happens All if he goes right. 15 and one come on bro well i, I know, if I you know. talk about the uh, is lamar jack is on your radar at all I mean, I, I think so. I mean, they're going to beat up a bunch of bad teams, and I sure. think he's another one yeah, that's the in there. the easiest division football. Oh, the second easiest division behind second AFC easiest, yeah. East, which has your bit front runner. <laughs> Is that who you thought it was going to be, Lamar? Uh, I don't I, – I like the campaign, and I think we I think we yeah. both agree that it's a little bit about, like, the narrative also, like the NFL MVP, and it's just like he's on the right track if he – you know, un- unfortunately, it would be a lot better if he had some key wins against like a Ben Roethlisberger-led like Steelers team, and just like he just happens to be in like a shit division. But that Tom Brady win looks really fucking good. And if they go, you know, yep. if they go 
uh, like twelve and four, and kind of like uh, get that second seed in the AFC. They're gonna like, have to, yeah, they're gonna have to get that second seed. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's gonna be a conversation. And he's gonna have to do. I mean, he had it this week. Uh, he had some running highlights. He had like a forty-yard touchdown run. Yeah, he's gonna have to have that, and he's gonna have to have some deep plays, some big action plays. He's gonna have to basically put on like some highlight reel stuff to catch catch people's eye to give him that MVP. Well, I know we want to talk about this too, but it's just like, uh, and we'll get into most disappointing quarterbacks in the last decade, which is uh, number mm-hmm. one in our inbox. But it, it's, um, I, he looked fucking unstoppable against the Patriots. And this Patriots, I, I know the media probably beat it up a little bit about how good this Patriots defense is. But, you know, yeah. you have Bill Belichick game planning against this specifically and he didn't come out like you know it was an rg3 style where it's just like oh i'm gonna rpo all over the place like they're designed runs and they just kind of like hit him in the face with it and then it just like passes and he looked fucking fantastic yeah he's he's unbelievable i mean going back to louisville when you look at it his ability just to create and just make plays and kind of freelance like almost i want to say in like that michael vick-esque way it's like he can be very scary at times and there's not anything defenses can do to game plan around him because when it all breaks down, he'll just make something happen. And that's exciting. So that's a good call. You could, if he, if he has more of those moments where he just, just carries them and puts them on our, on his back, I could definitely see him walking away with the trophy. Yeah. What do you think of, like, I, I like the, this is the thing that's underestimated. I think it's like rolling outside and being able to like throw, you know, we see it a lot from a homes, but it's just like throw like fuck a 35 yards. Like, off yeah. of like a running motion when you're rolling out, like that shit's insane. And it's yeah, like, he's got a thing. he's got a good arm too. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't think people realize he has a really good arm. Is he accurate? I, I thought that was his big beat up. Like maybe he can't get yeah. the long ball like where it needs to be. No, that was his issue. Was is the accuracy? Bad footwork. He had a really strong arm, but the ball would sail, go all over the place a lot of times. And uh, you know he could get it there, but it. You should know when it was going to get there. All right, really fast. Let's get out of this segment. Uh, our power up against it, but I do want to talk about like most disappointing. And is there an MAB curse on teams <laughs> when we love them? It's just like, so- sorry, Browns. I guess. Yeah. I don't, like, <laughs> what else do we do? I mean, you're a Michigan fan, so it's just like we got to apologize for all this shit. Like, is it us? I know. I hope not. I, I hope we had more Loyola on us than <laughs> Yay, fucking Cleveland yeah. on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, when you when you get when you buy in hook line and sinker to Baker Mapfield and he goes yeah. out and just acts like a douche and just rubs our noses in it. Yeah. Makes you kinda of take a look in the in the mirror. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, his big problem is just like if you shave your mustache between the loss and your press conference, like I don't know if your head's in the right space. Like, right. you feel me, brother? It's just, like, if that's what you're thinking about. If you're thinking about, like, handlebars versus, like, no handlebar. Like, I didn't – oh, you're going to defend him? What do you got? No, no, I'm not defending it at all. <laughs> no, no, no. And your and your justification is, is, like, I don't deserve the handlebars. Like, as if yeah, – like, that's even a more yeah, weird exactly. yeah, thing to put like, on top of an already weird situation. What are you talking about? This isn't, like, a yeah. sophomore year college Halloween party. Like, you're, you're a – professional football quarterback like get the shit together yeah. it makes me it does make me nervous about his mental state not like in a well in he's a not personal he, level, yeah he's not menzel but just in he's like, not manzel no, no no he's not but it's like it, he make it almost seems like he's focusing too much on the outside noise and really less about just what he needs to do and get better and like get get your nose in the playbook like you would never see 
You don't see Mahomes doing that. You don't see Breeze doing that. You don't even see Lamar Jackson. You see little Lamar Jackson with a, like, not not too bad for a running back. But that was really kind of about it. Like, he stayed yeah. below the fray, if you will, of all the other shit-talking that it got. Whereas, like, Baker Matfield, it's going to be hard to take that moniker back, by the way. I, keeps we, this up. We can take it. We can, take, we can retire it. Right, we can take it. It's ours to take, <laughs> Mayfield. Baker. Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield, <laughs> exactly. But, like, every little slight, every little dig, like, he's ready to get into it. And it's like some of that shit you just got to let go because you are you only have so much energy in a given day. And when you're when you're putting the energy towards that and talking shit with people online and on Instagram and things like that, you're not focusing on what you need to focus on. And that's where we need you to focus on that, Baker. So I, maybe now I'm feeling better about this because now I don't feel like it's our fault. It's I feel fault. like it's really yeah. Baker's fault. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, Baker. <laughs> fuck you, Baker. It is right because it's just like – you're honestly you're you're coming out and you're just oh, where's your head? It's it's a little entitlement, and this is where I get yeah. like this is where it kind of like burns my biscuits. It's just like oh yeah, I'm I'm going to be good. It's just like no, you're not going to be good. And it's like I'm not yeah. I'm not hating. Do commercials? I don't give a shit. I think uh, you know the Bill Simmons podcast brought it up great, or I, I think it was like Ryan Rosillo was just actually like he's like I'm not hating on people doing commercials. Like I agree with that. Like I'm not do your fucking commercials. Obviously, it's it's like a one day shoot. I'm gonna take away from that. I'm just saying like if you're gonna get this deep in your cockiness, like fucking let's see it on the field and rolling right and throwing pick sixes ain't that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And also, don't trust a coach who looks like he's. Uh, you know, cooking soup out of a pot and then using that same pot to eat it out of. <laughs> Fucking Freddy Kitchens. <laughs> Fucking Freddy Kitchens. Uh, all right, brother, let's jump into the inbox real fast. Because, all right, um, who's the most disappointing QB of this decade? It's a good one. It it's a good, good one. Yeah, I, good. I, I had, I had, a, I had a, hand, a handful of them. Obviously, you've got your. You mentioned him, RG three, in the top of the show here. Oh uh, uh, shit! Yeah, I, I don't want. I wouldn't burn my thing because I did. Uh, let Let me. You're smarter than I am, so I'm gonna give you mine when I kind of dug a little bit. It. It is so. Uh, there's Jamarcus Russell's kind of outside the decade. So we're yep. we're gonna do decades. So 2010 on. Uh, Robert Griffin third was 2012 second round pick overall. Jake Locker is that on your list? I mean, it's t- no, because he kind of like I kind of looked at the guys that like the Blaine Gamberts, the Jake Lockers, the guys that kind of like kind of came out of nowhere and then just really ascended up the board. As we talked, quarterback is the more most like reached positional player that there is. So you've got to you got to weigh that in a little bit of, a, of into it. But I, I, I was trying to think of guys that came into it with a ton of hype. Yeah. Um, with a lot of like these guys are going to be franchise guys. Blaine Gabbert, the Blake Bortles, we're going, hopefully you guys can, you know, have have some of the tools, the physical tools and the mental tools, and maybe it'll be worth it to change your franchise. But guys like RG three or like Sam Bradford, those guys I Sam Bradford's on my list too. Is is that your number yeah, one? No, not my number one. Okay. Um, so let's, I, I kind of uh, don't have a number one. Okay. Oh, you don't? Uh, let's remind the people, too. Sam Bradford was on my list. Uh, 2010, first overall, no Pro right. Bowl, never started a playoff game. Yeah. That's a rough hang. And, That's a rough hang for a first uh, overall. And put up huge numbers at Oklahoma. Yeah. Came out there. And I will – this is my first of many incorrect takes. I wanted him – Bradford over Matt Stafford when the Lions the year Ooh. before in 2009 had the first overall Ooh. pick. I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was wrong. Stafford's great, even though you got a fat face. 
<laughs> he does a fat face. I right, so what is your number one, bro? I give him my breakdown. That's RG three's got to be it for me. Like he came in, like uh, it was, it was still, it wasn't the advent, but I think it was on the back tail of just like, oh, can we really do just kind of like running quarterbacks? And I, I was blame the Redskins a little bit because I think he was trying to get yeah. healthy and they rolled him out there for that uh, playoff game or that Week sixteen game. I don't remember and just like re injured his knee, like dropping back and I'm just like this guy fucking careers over. Yeah, uh, RG three by a by a hair for me. Johnny Manziel slightly there under because I saw I watched a lot of him in the SEC. He won the Heisman, but kind of had like you mentioned earlier that personality that made you worry about his desire to play football. Also, too, like Marcus Mariota, I thought was going to be a much better pro prospect yeah. with his athleticism and all the things he could do at Oregon. Oregon, uh, I thought he would go and translate much better at the next level and also too if you think about it like tim tebow as much as we thought about him in florida and all the things that he did from florida we really wanted to root for him even though we knew he probably wasn't going to do it yeah it was kind of disappointing to see him just really wash out as like well, what, this dude is where not was, even that where was he drafted i think it was 25th overall to denver which he had um i think that was what was that 2011 yeah somewhere in there but anyways yeah drink 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 i but yeah i mean he has a definitely he has 25th a playoff overall. win which isn't insane I, <laughs> he has a playoff win against the steelers <laughs> sure i mean you gotta tell me i just like i don't think anybody was just like <laughs> this guy is a starting quarterback to me it's almost like his story is more of a hero story because he was just like holy shit like no one believed in you and you started a fucking playoff game which is crazy yeah uh it's totally crazy and you but we everything that he did like i would run through a wall listening to him talk about like florida and that they're going to be like they're never going to lose again and all this shit and it's like you wanted to root for this guy because for everything manzel wasn't in terms of like between the ears tim tebow tebow was everything that was right yeah and it's almost like could we bring those two guys even close (laughs) together in the hemisphere and get like a the perfect quarterback well not so perfect but you know at least a a good average starting quarterback and uh you rooted for tim tebow it was 2010 i was so wrong oh, uh, yeah, but 25th yeah. overall by the denver Bron- broncos so just take a sip eating yourself up all right uh well let's let's put a bow on this right now i say uh rg3 biggest disappointment at quarterback in the last decade yeah are you in that's your I'm totally in with it. I'm totally in with it because I was all about him coming out of Baylor. Like, I thought he was the next coming. All right. Uh, next inbox question. Uh, trailer. What trailer gets you fired up? We're talking mm. movie. We're talking TV show. What do you got? I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do mine real fast. Cause do you, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know you feel like I can yeah, feel you. What's, what's the one I'm doing? What am I doing? We, Top Gun, Maverick. No, we talked about it for like two years on this podcast, probably just a year. It's, oh, oh, a Star is Born. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, a Star is I, I Born. Talking about, I thought you were about you coming up. Do you remember that up, shit? I gave that my fucking MVP. I was just yeah. – And I still – I watched it two weekends ago in L.A., the full <laughs> movie. That is uh, – whatever. We don't – I don't need to sell anymore. It's doing fine. That's just my fucking jam. All right, what do you got? Yeah, it is. That hits you right in it your sweet spot. It hits me, bro. It hits me. Um, coming up, I was stoked to see the Top Gun. I, I, I led with it early on. I'm fucking excited to see the Top Gun. Uh, I can uh, thinking back over the the time. Do you remember the Dark Knight oh, trailer? Yeah. Like I was super excited about for that. After Batman Begins comes out, 
you had the whole lead up with obviously Heath Ledger and everything like that. But uh, that was an exciting trailer to watch. The other one for me that I really stands out, just just trying to think about it, the American Pie trailer. I was like, I was like, I'm excited to see this. Oh, movie. you're oh, you yeah. yeah, yeah, totally hit me right in that sweet spot of like trailer going to see movies of like a a week that that's my social event of the week is going out to see a movie that's how yeah you know i think you're right I, I think i'll do a little bit of like batman returns i think like just that age and it was like a yeah. little dark and you knew you're old enough to see it so it's just like oh right. shit like i'm gonna see a pg-13 movie like i'm fucking <laughs> like 13 years old this is gonna be hell yeah wild. yeah that's on point uh, do you like trailers at the beginning of the movie? Let me just ask you real quick. Oh, no. You know what? That's a great question, Most Awesome. I want to go back to you yeah. on this. I, If I know I want to see the movie, I will not watch the trailer. Trailers right now are like, really? they're way too spoiler. They're way too like, True. I'm going to show you all the shit happening. So it's just like, sure. oh, I want to see this movie. Like, not going to watch the second trailer. Like, when I, when the Joker, for instance, like, uh, let's. Let's date this podcast right now. Let's put a little timestamp yeah, yeah. on it. But it's just like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. So I don't want to see anything else about it. Because I don't trust. I don't trust the trailers. Yeah, because the the people who make trailers don't trust you, Brandana. They don't trust that you're going to figure it out and get what's going on with that movie. That, yeah, but I love I love trailers. Not oh, you yeah. in, in in particular. I do love trailers. It's the most fun part of the movie for me. It's like the you getting in your seats, you get like uh, two different anticipation. Things. Yeah. Lights come yeah. down. Like I love that. That's my favorite part of the movie. The lights come on. The fucking trailers come up. I, you, you sit through like eight minutes of people like ads telling you to like turn your cell phone off, sure. all that stuff. Then you get to the trailer, and then I'm I'm fucking in, man. I'm like such a sucker on those trailers. Everyone I see, I'm like fuck yes, I want to see that. What's you and the the Doctor Mrs. Commission routine? Like if a trailer comes up, do you guys thumbs up, thumbs down each other, or do you hold hands, or just like oh this is a movie I want to see? Like how how is that? There's something you oh, guys got something. We definitely look to each other and are like, <laughs> yeah. nah, yes, no, like it is definitely yeah. like yeah. the Coliseum. Like, no, no, dead, dead yep. to us. Uh, all right, um, hour of sour born on the Fourth of July. This is months old. Uh, I owed it. <laughs> Most awesome. You've seen Born on the Fourth of July. I'm guessing. I have. Yes, okay. it's been a while, and and I assigned it to you for yes. Trailer well, nice God thing. himself. Yeah, it was a nice thing. It Tom nice Cruise. Thing. Yeah. Got to be see my boy Tommy C. Never saw this movie in full. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. It's um, it's timely. I'll definitely say it's time. Like, it's it's got, like, a, this would be a time you could watch it again. It is a, uh, it's Tommy C. doing what Tommy C. does. He's just, like, he's super inspired. He's just, like, yep. he's just, like, me versus the world. Dialed in. Doing his fucking thing doing his tommy say thing uh and it's sweet like it kind of it, it goes full circle so if you haven't seen the movie a uh, spoiler alert you shut it off but it's just kind of like you know he's he's uh you know high school wrestling star ish not really because he lost that wrestling match but it's just like he right. he kind of has this like stubbornness i can get anything i want to done joins the military tries to talk his friends into doing it oh joins the uh the navy uh not the navy seals joins the marines joins the marines, the marines. yep Goes over and uh, fights in Vietnam in the Marines. Uh, gets hit in the chest, loses the use of his legs. Uh, then in a hospital and just constantly trying to like fight it through and just fight it through. And it's just like one of those guys. He's using the, like little the pegs on his arms, like trying to get and it breaks his leg again. Trying to use the use of his legs. Come comes back to the states. Loses the family. Meets meets all like the things. Uh, gets a little bit of a drinking problem. Goes down to Mexico. 
uh, realizes this isn't going to be the way to do it, uh, gets all fucked up, and he's just like, fuck it. And then he writes a book, and then he starts to run for Congress, I guess, is what we're looking at at the very end. It's uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a good, you know, like I told you, it's a lot of Oliver Stone for me. In a month, a lot, lot of a lot of Ollie Stone. Stone, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of a uh, lot of fading in, just montages, just kind of like uh, fading in and out of just kind of storylines, and I, uh, right, I, no, no, undercutting of like, yeah, yeah we're fading back. Native American yeah. guys, tears coming down their <laughs> yeah, skin, like, 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 what does that have to do with anything, Ollie? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. My report is it's good. It's uh. I'll say it's a, you should see it. Everyone should see it, right? Watch. It's a must. It's a must watch. Uh, especially for what time see. Yeah, and it's based on a, a true story, right? I mean, that's a true guy. Oh yeah, you signed it. Is it? Sounds yeah, like it, it is. Feels right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's based on his book. It's a real life dude, and it's like he was like on the most like Americana like you know Rockwell painting in the middle of America. Goes out there, you know, lo, you know these colors don't run for anybody, and yeah. goes out there and and kind of has a an awakening, if you will, about the the you know the reality of war and you know what it's all about and you know i, I it's good i think it's interesting I, I i i enjoy the movie it is it is and that's the shitty thing and we're obviously we don't do politics on this podcast because right like people hang but it's just like it is like it's a little i don't think i really know the scope of like what vietnam was for the country because it's it's got to be a shitty feeling regardless of a political thing of just like to come back fighting for your country and like people like saying that war is fucking ridiculous and you don't have the use of your legs. Right. Yeah. That's a tough Spitting hang. at you, That's calling you a baby hang. killer. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough hang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I feel you. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, but it's, but it, <laughs> uh oh, bummer alert, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, good. Watch it if you want. It's a good movie. It's a little Oliver Sony. But the most important <laughs> is. thing is. Now we've opened up Mab Degrees. So get those. <laughs> it is. It is. I knew you were going to be excited about this. Mab Degrees back up. So anyway. Wars. Over. Mab Degrees is open back up. So guys, shoot us your Mab Degrees separation at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. It is. If it's not clear, it is most awesome's favorite fucking game and i finally watched exactly. the movie to open it back up so he can't wait to compete so and, and ballers is off the air now it doesn't mean that the what scenic seven through ballers is off the table that's still on the table all degrees run through <laughs> ballers uh all right guys uh it's high new motherfucker bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing top three music videos, bro. Dude, bro, this is a great category. This is a throwback. This is a throwback. Lie. A little throwback. Super throwback. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching today while uh, Kamish Junior took a nap and the kids were playing and I was just knee deep in YouTube just firing, watching old music them off, videos. Them off. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like nostalgia ville. Look out. <laughs> Uh, all right, brother. We'll take the ball out. What do you got at your number three spot? Mm, I, I, 
I have so many, and you, anyone could argue, and that's fine. Fucking argue. I have a ton of console brackets too. Sure, so uh, absolutely, leave, leave absolutely, enough, we do. Yeah, yeah. Leave a little time for a console yeah. bracket. But best I'm gonna go black and white video, best like single shot video, sure, best uh, video oh, shot I totally for like four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, I forgot about my favorite black and white video. God damn it. Um, <laughs> gonna quick note right here. Number three. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith crying. Alicia Silverstone. Ooh. Peak performance i know there was three other ones there was everyone loves crazy because there was crazy with Liv tyler yeah, the daughter it was of crazy of Steven tyler crazy crying and dying Ooh, or no no three c it. yes crazy crying and how no was no the no, third no. One? it's amazing amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah 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 i know i did i i wouldn't know that that's good on you for knowing that um the crazy i i of all of those re-watching it made me the feel the most weird because Liv Tyler, it's a music video that they put together, and then Liv Tyler, the daughter of Steven Tyler, is then going out and doing like a stripper thing. This is insane. Where she's at, where she's then also yeah. doing like moves that her dad does, where yes. they're cutting it back and forth. Yep. It's, it's a little it's, weird. Doesn't it, hold up. It's a weird call. It's a weird call. Like, like obviously Steven Tyler was involved in the editing process at some point, or at least the casting. He's just like, oh my daughter, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a weird call in this part. Very weird, but I get it. Super piping hot. Good on you, Liv Tyler. Just a little weird that your dad is like signing off on it, you know, on the final cut. Right, anyways, crying. That's not what I'm here to talk about. Crying. Alicia Silverstone, amazing. She uh, breaks up with her, which I didn't realize was Stephen Dorff, her cheating her cheating boyfriend. That she goes on a oh. tangent, going to go and run and get a tattoo, gets her belly button pierced. I read that her getting a belly button pierced, like surge belly button piercings in like the mid 90s like every chick <laughs> wanted to get a belly button pierce that's yeah. not a real fact but that's a i like to believe that to be true and the only thing that it doesn't hold up is when she's standing on the bridge and i'm not really sure she makes the phone call to steven doris like i guess she's gonna kill herself and then there's a tons of cops all around she's on the edge of the bridge and then steven Dorff tries to talk her off the ledge well i don't know why the ex-boyfriend's like the best guy to get this done but he's the one that's going to do it and then she just decides to like flip on the bird and then jump off in the most ill-conceived harness contraption that's like right around her her midsection literally like she would fall off the bridge and it would just like snap her back you know what i mean yeah. like it would she'd be in the wheelchair like her boy from born on the fourth of july <laughs> sure. yeah yeah terrible harness rig and then she's just hanging above traffic giving the finger and steven dorf just laughs and kind of like ah, oh, she's she's crazy or you know, and so that's that's how that music video was. But it was perfect. That's what this category video. is for. It has taken me back, brother. Um, all right, I'm gonna do. Guys, I don't know how to tackle this. I get it. I am saying I'm just doing this for nostalgic reasons. I'm telling you my take. Michael Jackson had a music video that came out in like mm. uh, 19. Say like. 93 i should look this up but it's like uh it's the the scream video and it was oh, with janet this? yeah it was a fucking yes. event like yes. it was just like the release of the music video was just like must see tv like it went down and it was just like they're all like i i think it had it, it definitely had the highest budget to that point like they're in like a little spaceship but they're not like stop Western me makes me want, and it yeah. was just like it was. Insane. Right. I remember sitting on the TV, it's just like, oh, it's starting now, it's starting now. Like, let's look at this. That's nuts. That was a thing back in the day too, when 
music videos yeah. were a legit experience. Like you yeah. had to go out and see it. Everyone would be talking about it. Now I think about why the hell does anyone even make a music video at all? I think, like, I, yeah, even, I think you asked, and it was a good question. Like I think we were talking during pre-bro. And you're just like, hey, do they still make music videos? And I was like, uh, let me look it up. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like people <laughs> are still making music videos, but it's I. I don't, the What's release the game who? has to be different. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I kept uh, pedophiles off of my list, so he didn't make my list. All so right. I'm sorry. All right. All right. No. All right. Fair. Fair. Uh, I'll go straight into my number two. I'll do um, – watching the Vikings right there. Ugh, second and three. Ugh, it's a tough thing. I'll, there you go. I'll do um, – I'll do Aha, Take On Me. Mm. Take – it's it was a like one. a you, you know it's like kind of create new technology. We're doing the sketch, and the sketch becomes like yeah. actual like kind of the thing. It's like that was you saw that video, you knew what you're getting, and it was also yeah. like oh, we're kind of fucking with like what's actually possible in music videos. Yeah, no, it was definitely for its era was ahead of the time, like cutting edge, interspersing like cartoon and real life, and then the the whole take on me. It's a great song, right? It is. It still plays. I enjoy. It. I enjoy. It. Yeah, exactly. It still plays. Take me on. I love it. It's a good song. Um, I'm gonna go with my number two. Uh, Black Hole Sun Soundgarden. Do you remember this video? Oh, I think I remember a little bit. I remember like the, that song. Depressing, just all in all, like just a full take. Right. First off, Soundgarden's fucking amazing. Chris Cornell. <laughs> sure. Awesome voice. But it's a whole like weird scenes, like suburban lifestyle. It's the black hole sun coming down, and they all they all have this kind of like maniacal look on the face. The the moths get really, you know, big and wide. The eyes get big and wide. Uh, it's a great video. It it kind of made me feel like as a suburban kid growing up that like, hey, we have edge too. Like if I watch this, then you know, and all the weird like you know different visuals that I'm seeing, that I have a little edge too, and it's, yeah. I'm not just yeah. in this like lily white neighborhood. So I kind of liked it for that. Um, well, the, how how, was, how early did you get to watch MTV? Like, wasn't that kind of the battle? Like, I remember, like, my parents yeah. just being like, no, no. Like, I think, like, Ren and Stimpy snuck in. Like, remember, no one else could watch, like, Beavis and Butthead. I could, like, it was kind of our generation where, like, pe- parents were really yeah. figuring out just, like, what can our kids watch? What can they not? Yeah. Uh, MTV wasn't really limited in the, th- I mean, they didn't really restrict it too much. They didn't really have to, again, obviously like my musical, you know, experiences out here, you guys know that I don't know a lot of song titles and things like that. So <laughs> w- if I took my nose out of the sports almanac long enough to watch MTV, they're like, all right, it's not that big of a deal. But, sure. um, sure. but I do know like Dr. Mrs. The Commission, MTV, no go, like you cannot watch. Yeah. It was the, oh, she was she done, yeah, go- she was done, yeah, sure. She had to go to somebody else's house to watch it. I mean, that's how MTV was at the time. What's your strategy with uh, the kids on? I, I know it's got to be, it's got to be insanely and probably keeps you up at night. Not to give you another thing to keep you up at night, but just sure, like sure. how you monitor, like just kind of what their intake is on what they're watching. Like, what's your take? Is it yes. a little bit of just like doesn't like the the hammering? Because I feel like my parents didn't really hammer the no on MTV. And so, like, maybe I lost a little bit of interest because it was just like, well, then who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, Beavis and Butthead doesn't make me laugh, so I'll just move on. Like, what's right, what's right. your take? Yeah. Are, are you, are you going to try to, like, super, like, just how do you control the content coming to the kids? Now it's even more, like, diversified. There's just 
a thousand yeah. different ways. Yeah, they're like, in everything. Our parents. Yeah. It's like they look at the refrigerator. It's just like, oh shit! There's refrigerator has like frigid air has a TV series now that you can watch like when you open the door. Like that's insane. God damn, balling out! <laughs> I gotta take out take a look at your TV. Um, yeah, so there's it's it's death by a thousand cuts, but the 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 adage is still the same. You don't want to stigmatize whatever they're into, right? Like you don't yeah. want to whatever that one thing is. You don't want to make it a, a deal. Otherwise, yeah. if you do, they're gonna wanna. They're just gonna wanna crave it. Well, more. Is that, is that, do you mean that? Is that what you're saying? Like you can't make it a deal. Like you gotta like. I to- you can't tip I your. Totally hand. agree with it. Yeah, okay, you cool. cannot tip your hands. You got to be Switzerland and hope they find their way off. And like right now, like uh, Kamishat, she's super into uh, which a music video I will not be watching is JoJo Siwa, which is this young chick. It's like terrible popcorn music and not that the message is bad the messages are all fine it's just super fucking annoying but if i sit there and i was like no jojo siwa that's the only thing that she's gonna want to listen to so when we when we have google play going and we're listening to music in the living room you know after the ninth you know run of uh of uh that reminds me of a story right here <laughs> at the ninth playing of jojo siwa yeah i try and sneak in we sneak in a Starsborn soundtrack. They like that. I'll give you that. They like that. And we'll try to sneak in some other songs. I was laughing when I was thinking of this because Kamishat then played uh, Katy Perry Dark Horse, which has got like a verse in it where the guy's like, when I hit it and I quit it. And I was like, oh my God. And then it got even worse because then it went to like a Drake song with like swearing and cursing. And I was oh, in the God. other room. And and then like we came barreling down and Charlotte was like, I don't Or Kamishat was like, I don't know what to do. And then we just turned it off. And then she was telling us, that song had bad language. <laughs> Got to be careful. Got to be careful. Does it help them know that A Star is Born is a great movie? Is that? Yeah. That it's we're, They're going to have to get a little older before they watch that. Sure. We're not dusting that Fair one enough. off. You know? Fair enough. But they like the music. They, 2.0, she loves the, the Black Eyes song in the beginning, right? Oh. Grinding out with the, the – she's into BC. I can't, I gotta, I'm not going to lie. Love that, brother. Uh, all right. What do you got for your number two music video? I gave it to you, Black Hole Sun. What's yours? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave my number two. Uh, I gave Aha. Um, all right. So my number one is. No, no, no. What was your number? Number th- number two was your Aha? Yeah. What was yeah. number three? Oh, the, oh no. Uh, scream, scream was yours. Yeah. You, you called me yeah, a pedophile my bad, my bad. for supporting that song. That's right. Oh, fair. That's right. Uh, That's right. Yeah, that's right. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, History uh, my, my number water. one jam Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. So we brought in a little bit, a little bit of yeah. new technology. They're yep. just like, oh, this is kind of, oh, this is wild. This is, uh, this is a little like, three D like comic booky. And then I just knock it out of the park. Like there the electric, go. the electric headbands that were just kind of like colored. It was introduction, introduction of a new technology and a song that's still very listenable, very listenable. Yeah, it's almost like uh, it is very listenable. It's like, uh, do you remember Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer? You remember yes. that video? Yeah, yeah. The stop yeah. motion. Yeah, I fucking love that video. Didn't make it's on my console bracket, but it's definitely in that realm of like technology with the stop motion. It's pretty cool. But I'm gonna go with number one, my number one, which is probably the pinnacle of like '80s '90s rock. I'm going with number one, November Rain. By Guns N' Roses. Ooh. This is a nine-minute fucking opus. Yeah, that is like everything that there is ever you could ever think of in a music video is like the fucking greatest of all time. 
Well, this this is pretty classic of like we're taking ourselves super seriously. Like yes. if if you had to put something in a time capsule, we're just like what were the nineties like? You would put November rain on a flash drive. Like Fuck. And, <laughs> yes, you would. It's just like that's what the nineties were like. <laughs> like that's yeah. what it's just like. It didn't it stood out to me when I was watching it when Stephanie Seymour, the beautiful Stephanie Seymour, walking down the aisle. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a wedding dress where I could potentially also see her underwear at the same time. Yes. I've never seen something so low cut in the front. I was like, is that on purpose? No. Yeah. 100%. What's the story with that? So yeah. uh so uh wedding stock was high, black yes. and white was high, slow mo yeah. was high. Uh, like single pictures of the guy singing the song with his guitar high. I mean, it's just like big sweeping camera movements mm-hmm. with slash in the front of the church. Just like, I mean yeah. that, like just in a big, big open scene rain. We had rain in there as well too. It, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's in the title. Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta right. back it up. You gotta, you gotta get up. some rain. You right. can't go, you can't go talk all the shit about November rain. It's just like, where's rain at? Where's where's rain? At? Yeah. There's like, no rain. rain. It's November, it but there's no rain. What's going on? I also don't know why and how Stephanie Seymour dies in this. It's like she get gets married. Oh, yes. She's kind of like sad when yeah. she gets married. They kind of cut back when they were happy and, and they were drinking and partying. Yeah. And then she's da- dying. Then she dies right after the rain came and the guy jumps through the cake. Did the rain kill her? What happened? I'm not really sure why she dies. That's right. We got to do the overdramatic, like, we're trying to do a full, you know, sweeping narrative movie in three and a half minutes. Well, yeah. nine, nine in this case. Nine, nine, full, nine, full nine, full nine, nine, nine in seventeen but seconds. She nine, did, she gone. did not survive somehow. So we got to meet her, and then she's dead by the end of it. So it's like really pulling on a heartstring. Yes, uh, brother, I gotta break this down. I gotta give ooh, um, money for nothing. I do like that. Aha, uh-huh. scream! All right, I'm gonna give the victory to most awesome. Congrats, bro! Ooh, like that is you, that. I uh, I don't think there's anything that kind of sums up exactly what this competition was for much more than like the november rain music video if you guys haven't seen it yeah good if you have yeah. seen it go back and check it out it's just like yeah, that about, you can fast forward through it for <laughs> about 10 minutes you got it uh brother we are up against it as we always are i want to i want to fit this in i i know we usually don't do this late i want to do the ma ma parenting tip Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. I love it when you call me Big Pop. To the honeys getting money playing niggas like dummies. Oh. Halloween tales. Okay. What do you got, bro? What do you got? Ooh, I, yeah. I mean, we'll just go quick on this one. Yeah, let's Nothing go much, quick. really. Go just, quick. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Halloween season is out there or was out there. And uh, parents going through the kids' candy, right? Just checking it out, making sure everything's right. That's all I really got. Well, I, I wanna, yeah, no, no. I want to ask this. So it's just like, so it's Halloween. Uh, the kids pick their costume. How's that happen? Like, yes. do, you, do you bring it up like like October 15th? You're like, what do you guys want to be? Or like, do you let yeah, them kind start, of bring it up to you? Yeah, thankfully, like the world around starts announcing that it's time to start discussing these things in our household. Sure. So it's like everyone yeah. else is talking about, okay, we're going to talk about Halloween. What do you want to be? Uh Kamish Atwin is a witch kitty, which is very easy because we got a witch costume and a little cat headband. Done. Yeah. 2.0, little bit tougher. Sure. She wanted to be a pink pumpkin. A pink pumpkin. And last year we got a pink pumpkin. <laughs> last year we got her off of that. This year she wanted it again. She doubled back down on the pink pumpkin. So DMTC went out there, got the measurements, and actually made her a pink pumpkin oh costume. Wow. Headband, the tights, the whole nine. 
Junior went as uh, Superman, but it was super cold uh, sure. where we live in, in the midst of Indiana. And uh, so it was actually like snowing and raining when they were going uh, ah. Halloween trick-or-treating, which is funny. I saw a meme online where someone was like, I hate having Halloween in the Midwest because I wanted to go as Superman, but I ended up going as Superman wearing a raincoat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's like that's how sure. it goes in the Midwest. Yeah. But that's how it was, and you know, you go through their their candy, and I know there's different ways to go, and I know like people have gone down to the to like the police station to like X-ray their candy. So you brought Are up, people going yeah, to that realm. Yeah, this is why it kind of got brought up, and I was, I know it was texting, so I don't know if you were surprised, but like, so I was born and raised in Topeka, Kansas, and this was the actual right. fucking thing. I mean, my parents didn't give a fuck, so we actually didn't do it, but you could like. You could take your, uh, for free, you take your Halloween bag down to the hospital and you get an x-rayed to see if there's, like, fucking needles in it and shit. Sure, it, sure. It is, and I, you is... know what? Like, I, I get, like, society's a little bit more forgivable now because they were just like, oh, like, Airbnbs, like, you know, we do Ubers. We just get in cars with random people. It used to be, like, if you never met a stranger, a stranger was a fucking stranger. And stranger danger, yeah, yeah. like it, it, yeah. it still, it, it still is insane that you go to like you knock on a door and they're like, "Here's a right. Snickers bar," and you eat right. that. That's it's right. that's still kind of fucking crazy, right? And that's the thing is, is I think a lot of times when we were real young, like our parents would kind of shoo us away from the, the the questionable folks in our neighborhoods. As you got older, that's probably when you needed more supervision at that time. But I just never knew anybody that actually would take their candy to the police station or to the hospital to get it x-rayed. I get it. And now, like, I mean, why haven't we heard about, like, people dosing, like, a, a Starburst with, like, THC, like, infusing them with that way? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, how have we not heard about that? That should be the next apocryphal thing that we hear about well, later on I, down the road. I, I know you don't do this, but would it be insane? Like, I would rather, if, if I was a parent, here would be my take. I know you're not doing this. My take would be, like, all right, you – collected all this candy on Halloween amazing and then they go to bed and then I just replace it with all this fucking candy I bought in the store. Like Ooh, I that's not a that's not a pro hack that's a little pro hack right there. Is that good? Like yeah. That. Yes. Good. Buy yeah. like yeah fucking buy fifteen dollars worth of shit. Like isn't it better than like uh just the anxiety. Then you've got like, twice as much candy for you to eat that <laughs> then you the can that's you really can like, eat this shit that can, might have that fucking candy. things in it. Well and that's the thing too is 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 all no one is like the homemade stuff. That's the stuff that always weirded people out. No one's doing homemade stuff anymore. No yeah. one's giving no. the candied apples or the popcorn balls or any of that shit. So it's all pretty legit. The only ones that you, when you're looking at it, is like if you look at the packaging has been like damaged or if there's a hole in it. We'll check for air. Yeah, we possible. always check for air. We check for air. And check for air. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hold a lighter up next to it and see if you can see through it. I don't know. <laughs> <You know. laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean that's about the extent of it. And if uh, you know if they get a bad trip, so what? Who cares? <laughs> All right. Well, tell me real fast because I do. I don't want to sink this again. Like we're way too long in this episode. But we're enjoying ourselves. Relax, relax. We're talking Halloween. Chill out. Our power. You got time. Um, can you tell me the story about an LOL doll having a dong? Like, give me this tale. Yes. What's going on? Yes. All right, so you know Kamisha at 2.0 are into LOL surprise dolls. Both of Christmas both is coming the, both up, of so get are. it on your Amazon wish list. Yes, both. Well, 2.0 is because Kamisha is. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. like 
bigger sister. I'm into what she's into. Um, so there, there's a new line of LOL doll surprises that uh, most of them, all of them were girls up to this point. Now they've rolled out with boys. And fine, we'll get them a boy. You know, they, they have little special, the girls had little special things where they could, if you, they could spit water, if you like could suction up in their mouth, or if you suction up in the mouth, it also could come out their eyes as tears. Or in the rare case, it would come out as like pee, and they just had a little hole in between their thighs. No big deal. All right. Assuming this would be the same way the same. with the boys, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? Tears, spitting. So they're in the car. Dr. And Mrs. The Commission found the boy LOLs. They went and got their, I believe it was their flu shots. We got them a nice little, hey, good, good being a good soldier there, getting your arm poked here. Here's a LOL boy surprise. And boy, were we surprised <laughs> to find out when they started undoing the package that 2.0 was like, he has a penis. And I shit you not, this thing has a little, like, penis with two little bumps for testicles <laughs> underneath it. I, I, I should have checked the toy more than I should have checked their candy because this is anatomically correct. Now, they have a little brother, so they know what a penis is. Yeah. So it wasn't a, a, a huge shock. But it would have been nice to know from the manufacturers of LOL Doll Surprise. Sure. Hey, hey, you might have a dick conversation with the van coming up. Right, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, not to be confused with some other dick conversations and other vans <laughs> that other people are having. But still, the fact of the matter is, it's like, hey, you might want to, you know, be, be aware of what's what's coming around the corner because a penis conversation, testicle conversations are going to be coming up. And thankfully, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I was like, holy shit, man. I can't believe the stones, literal stones, that they had to do this. That's really like – I. If I'm a toy manufacturer, like, I see it both ways. I'm just like, hey, like, let's not make it weird. Like, uh, you know, it's it's healthy to subject everybody to, like, what the sure. world actually is like. But it's also, like, I'm putting a little, you know, a little plastic dick on this yeah. little plastic toy. I need to let the world know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Need to let. We got we to get out there. And the manufacturer, it's like. Let's see the let's see the specs on that LOL boys doll. Mm. Yeah, I think it, I think it needs a penis. I think it needs a penis. And the, and when they're workshopping this, the design of it, it's like, oh, or we could just give it like a Ken doll and just give it a bump in underwear. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? We don't need to be this guy. We don't need to be out there changing households, <laughs> making them having conversations they Jeez. don't want to have. What's the uh what's it, what's he packing? What's the ratio? How's the uh Oh, it's fucking unflattering. Oh, the, yeah. He got out of a pool. He got out oh, of a yeah, pool yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright. Guys, it's been it may be sports podcast episode eighty nine. Did we bring eighty nine straight? Yes, we did. And we're still going. Shoot us an email. It may be sports podcast at gmail.com. MVP of the week. I'm going with Michael Jordan. I read this little story. It has not been confirmed. But it was he went out and played 36 holes of golf, pounded 10 Bud Lights, and then scored 52 points against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sometimes the goat just needs a tip of the hat. I don't, you know, I've done some things after drinking 10 Bud Lights, but it, it wasn't scoring 52 fucking points. <laughs> like that's insane. Because yeah, I think sure. he actually he actually said it like he gambled on. I, I'm sure this is gonna get like hairy. It would probably disappear faster than. 
then uh, as fast as he needs to. But it was like he bet, like he was betting on golf, uh, lost a couple grand, and he was just like, "Oh, I'll, I'll double down. Like I'll go out and score fifty-two on the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight." And then he went out and yeah. did it after being like, "Did you see that article, bro?" No, I didn't see the article, but it's it's. I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. these Jordan, these Jordan like golf gambling stories are nuts, yes. dude. Like they are out. It's there almost and, like he won I, all basketball money to lose it, like like on the golf yes, course. Yes, right, 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 right. <laughs> yes, just to just as a uh, well, there's a whole conspiracy theory about his gambling and those things. But anyways, that's another for another oh. take. I'm excited for the Jordan. I'm excited for the Jordan movie anthology movie that's coming out pretty soon here so oh it is hopefully there'll be some good fun yeah did, yeah, yeah. did he sign off out. on it i think it, uh i think it's to espn so i'm sure he got to sign off. it on makes it better if he didn't yeah right yeah right <laughs> that's a trailer i'm looking excited for so all right so my mvp of the week i'm gonna go one mr pj fleck head coach the Minnesota Golden Gopher football team. Oh yeah, nine and zero. They beat number four Penn State. Row the boat, Skyuma. We talked about Co- we talked with Coach Harris a few pods ago from ICC. We talked about culture over strategy. PJ Fleck is is the personification of that culture. These guys go out there, they believe in him. He's really rallied that program. Good on him is a huge win for the program, and uh, I I'm all in on PJ Fleck. I love watching him. I love watching him talk and speak. I don't think it's a shtick or an act. I'm excited for this guy. Good, good on him. Love, buddy. Uh, good, good call. Is there any chance that um, the Minnesota Golden Gophers get one of the season in the playoffs? Is that possible or no? It's gonna be tough because they're gonna have to play Ohio. You fell out the rest in uh, the conference championship. Um, if they do, if they win out, so I think it's gonna be tough for yeah. them. Oh wait, are they in the same division? They might even be in the same division. But anyways, it's going to be tough for them because Ohio is uh, is looking stacked, B. Stacked. Guys, this has been the most awesome in Brandana sports podcast. I am Brandana. What are you signing yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, call us the LOL pod surprise because we are hanging <laughs> some mab. <laughs> Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.